Let's spell a song so you can sing along with one special guest star two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a returning guest. Yes, this is like returning guest month, two time, yeah. the, the second timers club. She was on the Music Man episode we did, which is the wild and crazy Music Man. Also, I haven't told her this yet, so surprise, her... Wonderette's uh, video on YouTube brings me so much joy that I watch it like every other week. It's Brittany Liberta, everyone. Hi, hi everyone. Hey, John. Hi, Brittany. Yes, that you're, trust me, everyone will plug her again. She'll do plugs later at the end. But like, seriously, the Wonderette's video is so funny. (laughs) My whole body is in goosebumps. It's so validating when you're making art during COVID and you're Mm -hmm. by yourself with your husband, like pressing the go and stop for the music. And then, uh, you know, it's your vision and whatever you can create. Like it, thank you so much. That super validates me and what I was doing. Thank you. Yeah. I'm probably going to watch it again after we're done recording. Cause it's, it's, it's so cute. And like, I know the show and everything. And so, uh, and your little spin at the end is perfection. Chef's kiss. <laughs> but we're here today to talk about even Stevens, yes. a show I've never seen before. I'm not going to lie. So yes. Um, so Okay, we'll get we'll get into it. And I'm a little confused because according to IMDb, it's it came it's season two, episode twenty-one, Influenza the Musical, but on uh Disney Plus, it's like episode 17. So I don't know when exactly this happened when it aired <laughs> originally. So who knows? <laughs> I think Disney Plus messed up a little bit with the timeline of things yeah i i didn't really go through it with like a yeah that fine tooth combed or whatnot but just that it premiered on january 25th january 25th and, uh, 2002 yeah and the writer of the episode was mark warren music and lyrics by jim wise who plays coach tugnut yes that that's an odd name <laughs> yeah. i mean We'll we'll get into a little bit more of that. Um, directed by Sean McNamara, and I, uh, according to IMDb, the summary of this episode is: Despite suffering from the flu, Ren insists on going to school and can't figure out why everybody is breaking into song. Now, like I said, I've never watched this. I really only watched this episode, and I gotta say, it stands on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I didn't know some of the characters' names, but, like, I didn't care. Because no. it was, like, um, Shia LaBeouf's friends. Don't know their names? I don't care. They, I, they're they not important. Like, the names are not important for this episode. So, I got, also, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. <laughs> Did you grow up watching Even Stevens? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It was when we finally got Disney Channel when I was a kid. This would be on 
That's So Weird would be on, and then Liz McGuire. So my little sister was more Liz McGuire than I was, but I adored Even Stevens. I thought it was the funniest show Mm-hmm. ever as a kid and I just remember growing up with my family whenever like new episodes would air we're just crying laughing at Shia LaBeouf as he's just screaming because like you don't get in that one episode you don't get him just screaming and <laughs> we just died you know um no I I adored this show so uh when we were talking uh about about your podcast and and all of what you do um you were like, oh, just the, the TV musicals. And I went, we went to the moon in 1969. <laughs> like, my head. And I was like, someone's got to have done the Even Stevens musical. So I was no. really surprised that I, yeah, after all this time, I get to come back on and talk about it. I it know. I haven't seen this show, though. I mean, I saw every single episode, watched it every day, you know, um, that's amazing. But I, I don't remember I didn't remember much of it um until I rewatched it. I rewatched the influenza episode first because we were uh-huh. talking about it. Um yeah, I didn't remember anybody. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? Who's that? Where's her boyfriend? You know, didn't she have a boyfriend? Where you know, and then I forgot there's <laughs> another brother. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he shows up at the end of the episode, and I was just like, I'm sorry, who are you? Right. And, you know, really throughout the whole series, he's kind of in and out, like whenever they need Donnie. So then did you rewatch, like, because of this, did you then rewatch the whole series? I, I rewatched most of it, but then I went, okay, yeah, those are her friends. That's their name. You know, um, that's who's friends with who and, and whatnot. And, and certain things like core memories did certainly pop up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is great because it, it, had that kids show feel to it but not Mm -hmm. so much as sometimes some other Disney properties does yes it's all about like school and going to school and you have a project and you you know but like this episode I felt like was a little relatable because all of a sudden she has to give this presentation she's like it's not today it's tomorrow or it's next week or whatever you know that little anxiety attack that you're like oh shit, what am I, <laughs> I'm not prepared for this, so. Right. It was very real. I also really uh, liked the concept of it because then like a few years later, um, uh, 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 Scrubs. Yeah, Scrubs is what, the amnesia or the coma? The, the uh, there was something in a, yes, you're right. Like something in a woman's head who can hear music. Um, mm-hmm. Which, funnily enough, uh, do you did you watch uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? No, I didn't. One of the actresses in that, Mary Steenburgen, which I, you may know the name. She's mm-hmm. she's been a, in like everything. Uh, she has the person actually has that uh, ability, if you will, where like uh, she hears like she sees music everywhere. Um, or hears music everywhere yeah so it was interesting it was great that like this was a it was a cool concept and then all of a sudden you're like oh it's a dream (laughs) that makes sense but (laughs) which then made me think of glee which happens Mm -hmm. to will schuster when he watches singing in the rain i didn't know because you know as, as a kid just constantly watching tv after school 
um, I felt like I was always seeing commercials for the musical episode. I kind of feel like it probably was only for like a month or whatnot, but it felt like two years long about like, yes. even they even had a making a featurette of the musical. And I rewatched that and I, I could hear like all of the vocal cues from like, as if like it was an old song that I remembered. But it, I mean, but it was like the featurette just because I've seen it so many times <laughs> or like the commercial for it. I had seen it so many times, like probably just as much as I did. Well, more than I did the episode, just all the, you know, the featurettes and the previews for it. Like they were like, to me, they were like selling it hard. Like this is what we're doing and you need to watch. Um, and I didn't know how impactful this episode was for the rest of Disney Channel because really? the studio executives didn't want it. So they, you know, Mick uh, Namero pitched it and was like, we're going to do uh, a musical with our sitcom. And Disney, the Disney Channel was like, no, dude, that's not going to be successful. We don't want it. And they're like, mm, we're going to do it. So, uh, you know, they got all the writers together and um, the, let's say, Mick. Uh, McNamara? McNamara, sorry. <laughs> he, uh, him and... Um, Jim Wise are our buddies and they like jammed together and uh, so everyone just got together and had this idea and they didn't know if it was going to work you know they're not really having much support from you know the you know the other executives of the company but they're like but we believe in this we want to do this we don't know how we're going to do this but you know we're going to do it and I think because it's not this polished product but it's a fun product and everyone's having such a great time that that shines through and I was talking with um, Marsha Milgram Dodge and we were talking about, uh, you know, people in theater and TV shows. And she's like, I can't stand it when people aren't having fun. Like when you are doing your job and you're just yeah. not having fun with the material or the, the script or the music, like have fun. We want to see you have fun. And I think that's what the Even Stevens musical does. And because they did that, uh, they did the even Stevens musical. Then that's so Raven had to have a musical episode, and then that was successful. So then the even and then Stevens Lizzie McGuire did too. Did she see? Or, I wasn't or, a Lizzie McGuire person. Or did she? I I you know what? I wasn't a Disney kid. I was a Nickelodeon kid. So gotcha. all of these shows are new to me in a way. Yeah. But I feel I feel like I mean I don't know if she had a musical episode, but I feel like she had uh, in Lizzie McGuire there was musical moments because mm -hmm. i was look i was looking up uh, about even stevens there's like songs in other episodes mm -hmm. that um that are that are good friend uh uh jim wise wrote and sometimes performed yeah i didn't i didn't check but i know i was watching the surfing episode and at the very end they had like a surfing music video <laughs> and it was like those like 1960s teen beach <laughs> sounded <laughs> Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, uh, uh, is it Gidget or whatever? One of the, like, you know, we're swinging right. on the beach. Yeah. Uh, wait, I want to, but you did. So Jim Wise wrote for, uh, songs for four episodes, it looks like, hmm. or, or he was part of songs for four episodes, obviously influenza the musical. There hmm. was, uh, three song, four songs, excuse me. I can't count right now that he wrote for the episode Band on the Roof, which might be the one you're talking about, 
where there's um, a song called Sacramento Girl, Sandals of My Soul, Stop, and Another Perfect Day. So, like, there are other episodes, but, like, I would say this is, like, the musical episode because mm-hmm. they they do the typical musical conventions. You know, they break out into song to express emotions um, or in some cases in this episode just for fun because like the morning announcements one amazing i loved it (laughs) no notes (laughs) i do like also in this episode that like they pulled influences from different genres even it wasn't like we're we're doing musicals so it's a musical and we're gonna make fun like yes there was like that phantom moment which died laughing uh but like you know morning announcements had like a little more motown uh Mm -hmm. i always find a way had like a little more swing and then what's up with ren to me felt like greece in a way it did yeah like summer loving kind of Mm -hmm. in a in a odd way um i'm sorry i'm talking a lot like this (laughs) this is also your episode like what why did I mean, besides being a huge fan of this, like, why did you pick this this to be your second appearance on this podcast? <laughs> no, immediately when, when we were talking about the premises of your podcast, immediately in my head was we went to the moon in 1969 because the impact it had on me is that now I will never forget when we got when we went to the moon, yeah. all right, and it wasn't cheesy, and uh-huh. <laughs> you know we landed in a crater and. Uh, so, and then from that, from that timeline, we went to the moon in 1969. I based other historical happenings around that. <laughs> I was like, well, in 1969. So then the year after we did such and such. And like the year before was the Civil Rights Act of 1968. <laughs> but we didn't go to the moon in 1968 or 1970. It was 1969. Right. It was the year late. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> um, uh, so when... One thing I don't know, like I said, I don't know the show at all. And I didn't really like look too deep into it. So I'm hoping you know the answer to this. Ren liking musicals. Is that canon or is that just because they were like musical episode? No, uh, Christy Carlson Romano is a Broadway kid. Her and who plays Ruby, they were both Broadway kids. Like she. uh, I I thought her name sounded familiar. I mean, I looked her up. She was the voice of Kim Possible too. So. I couldn't tell if it was that or if I heard her from like the Broadway. No, and then in uh, uh, February to September 2004, she went and played Belle in Beating the Beast. No big deal. Yeah, no, no. You know, she did the influenza musical, and then you know, well, she was saying like after after the after that episode, she got a record deal, and then she got Belle. So it was really helpful for her even though she did have musical theater as a background like with certain actors it was easier uh to do the the episode but like Shia LaBeouf isn't a dancer isn't a singer you know yeah I mean like but like like you said they sell it because they're having so much fun yes they're probably like dying a little on the inside the ones that aren't you know the singer dancer people but you know they they are tried and true actors where they're like this is my job I gotta I just gotta perform so I actually found a quote by um Ty Hodges who plays Larry 
the uh, Ren's rival that like okay. wants her to fail. And he goes, um, I think everyone was really excited and geeked about doing the episode. Uh, no one cared if they had a good voice or not. I think he's like, I didn't even think I had a good voice. You know, he did like the whole rap. Um, jumping into this, none of us were limited to, I don't know how to do this or I feel uncomfortable. It was, let's do this. Let's have fun. I think that's what the, made the show so serious is that we didn't take ourselves so serious. I don't know if this is also true, but it felt like this is, it, it kept the tone of this series. Like, because mm-hmm. for me, being new to the show, watching the opening credits where it's all claymation, I was like, okay, I get this. This is like early 2000s. It's like Disney's Malcolm in the Middle, kind of, or mm-hmm. some sort of sitcom family show. I get it. There, and watching it there was a little bit of like a bite to the show which or at least the episode which I really appreciated because you know it felt like it was for um let's see when I went in 2002 I that's this is 20 years ago I was 14 so maybe it was like for me I don't know I don't know if I was the demographic back then uh but yeah, it felt like it was for older kids, mm-hmm. not younger, which I, I don't know. I'm not going to have you reveal your age, but like if you were an older kid, you know, like a te- like a almost teenager to teenager, like it felt like this was that sweet zone for us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, it was. Uh, like it, it still had the kitty humor of like all the pranks. And Shia LaBeouf screaming his face off, which I died laughing at. But then, you know, watching a couple of episodes, like the bird watching episode, there are some jokes in there that I would have not gotten as a kid. But I was like, ooh, Red, you jealous? Like it it had uh, very uh, suggestive connotations. There you go. So how, how old is Ren supposed to be? They don't know. All right. So she said in one episode that she's 15. And then uh, a couple episodes later, it was like uh, Lewis, who is um, Shia LaBeouf, you know, he's he's in seventh grade and she's in eighth grade. And I'm like, if she's so smart, why is she 15 in eighth grade? You know, so I don't think they know. Everyone looks 20, 30 years old. You know, I don't. <laughs> Except for Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf looks like a kid. Right. So I would, yeah. and I, that's why I was confused because I was like, clearly you are playing young. Yes. Unless you just look older than you are, like that that could also be a thing, but like she looked like she was at least 20, maybe 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then like yeah, all the extras or her her boyfriend uh yeah, they all look super older. And I'm like, what what is this? So How old so are you? So uh, comparing that one song to Greece means like that should be the whole show should be compared to Greece because clearly they are playing young. Um, <laughs> gives me hope. Sound good. <laughs> so when you rewatched this, you said you kind of you it was like a vague memory things happening. Yes, and just the one song. Did you it. did you know it was a dream when you rewatched it? I'm not going to make you think about 20 years ago when you were a kid watching it for the first time. I rewatching it where you like, I think this you is a dream. Yeah. I don't think I, yeah, I think, 
I think, I, yeah, I just watched it for like what it was. And then, yeah, I didn't know that it was a dream until she woke up and then she woke up again. You know, <laughs> that, 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 that second twist, I was like, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. I kind of knew it was a dream, but also part of me was like, but wait a second, maybe it's like, uh, like the Scrubs episode. Cause a lot of the songs that happen, uh, Ren is in the scene. So right. I was like, maybe that's it. But then when it was, is, is it called, I think it was, no, Master of the Gym. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant song title. I was just like, wait, where's Ren? So right. the fact that it was a musical number without, you know, the the lead of the episode, I was just like, okay, something's, something's fishy here in a way. Right. Uh, is... I mean, I know you said uh, We Went to the Moon in 1969 is the one that's like permanently stuck in your head because there's three songs that are, have the same melody line. But like, is there a song that like you think is the strongest from the episode? I, I personally think it's that one. Uh, <laughs> going back to it, uh, I, I didn't find any of the songs very strong or like lasting besides we went to the moon mm-hmm. yeah and I, I remember as a kid like well i mean we're not at sharps and flats yet but you know as as a kid it was like master of the gym i was like i don't know about that you know for that one for me as a kid i was like uh you know take it leave it i'm all right yeah i mean the 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 thing though is like with sometimes with with when it's a musical episode of a tv show um I feel like they have to set up some sort of rules or boundaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, So with Master of the Gym, when Ren's not there, I was just like, how? How can this happen? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Oh my God. This, it was, it was such like a, a nice episode. And like for anyone who hasn't seen it or hasn't seen it in in forever in your case, I would say Mm -hmm. just like rewatch this episode. Cause I, I, I I didn't need any background. There are they lay out like they lay out everything for you. Um, yeah, because like and like I said, the only thing I don't know is the names, and I'm okay with not knowing. You know, right? The friends where <laughs> clearly like a lot of people in this cast are not singers. No, <laughs> but you know what. Again, they're having so much fun and they sold the shit out of it. Right. Well, like Larry, he was saying that he's he's had like ballerina training, <laughs> you know, so he's more He's more of a uh, dancer. Yeah, he's more of a uh, He did so, great yeah. though. What's funny though is that um Jim Wise didn't want to rap. He didn't want to rap there. Because he was very proud of um, uh, what's the matter with Ren. He was really proud of the waltz, and he said the more of like the sound of music feeling to mm-hmm. it. And then someone's like, "Let's do a rap," and he was like, "You know, he didn't like it, but he was like, he thought it was cliche, and he didn't want it." But you know, I felt like, you know, um, the guy who played Larry, I felt like he really shined there. Like, yeah, you know, hear that voice, and like you're dancing, and like, oh my, you know. And like, that. and like the fact that it's two competing genres makes exactly. Like, I, I mean, I'm probably reading too much into it as I usually do, but like, with uh, Larry, that's his name. That's the kid's name. 
that's a character. The, the character's character name. Yeah. With La- Larry rapping, it's like he's clearly still antagonizing her, antagonizing, you know, our little mm-hmm. Ren here. Uh, yeah. And it, it just. <sighs> It just worked. It just all worked. And I'm like, I get it. You know, Jim Wise, this is his creation, his baby and everything. You know, you're a little holding it too tight or whatever. But like, I mean, 20 years later, we're talking about it on a podcast. It fucking works. (laughs) Right. And I think too, it's like, you know, as as a creator, uh, yeah, you want to hold on to to yours and mine and whatnot. But but as a collaborator, yeah, I'm glad he was open to to changing things up. Do know? you th- do you think if the show because it the show only lasted for three seasons from what I saw? So what that is actually uh, that's like no one's fault but the executives. They had a 65 episode limit at the time, so shows could only go to 65 episodes and then they were done. Oh, that's so sad that they can't get syndication money because. Yeah. It's what like a over a hundred. That's when you reach that syndication level. Ah, uh, fuck you, Disney. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I know. So, so if but like if there was more than the sixty five episodes, do you think they would have had maybe a second musical episode? So I read that, and they were like, "If we had more episodes, we probably would have done a musical like, like." every other every season week, you know or every you know every season or every month or what you know they're like we would have totally done that because yeah like it, it the executives at disney were like nah we don't want it and then they did it it was really successful and then um uh an executive went over to um brookwell he was the executive producer during mm-hmm. high school musical because the even stevens musical episode paved the way for high school musical wow but then high school musical 2 which is like the highest rated disney channel original original movie so it's like without even stevens <laughs> we wouldn't have high school musical this, all ep- that glory. this is a is a very important episode then because i'm I su- i'm surprised though that like disney didn't want it because i mean they're 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 known for that Right. That's what I was saying too. Um, but uh, yeah, so Gary Marsh, who was the president of the Disney Channel, went up to Brookwell and uh, he congratulated him on the su- success of High School Musical. And he said, uh, you know, uh, this is a quote, you know, we wouldn't have done that if you guys hadn't done the musical episode of Ethan Stevens. That gave us confidence that musicals could work. This is the president of Disney Channel saying that damn <laughs> i didn't know so at the start of um of researching for this podcast i was like oh no i saw my husband i was like oh no i'm gonna have to pull a red and then for like my entire presentation just be like we went to the moon <laughs> 69 and then just completely like bullshit this entire thing um and then the, there was actually a lot more information and record and whatnot of, of this episode and its impact on musicals you know um musical episodes all that than i ever imagined so now <laughs> so so without the rivalry uh i'm larry and you're no i'm ren and you're larry in this instance because i was just like yeah we're gonna just 
talk. Something will happen. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to turn liver into chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That is wild. That is wild. That's so 2000s. Uh, I I loved. The other thing too is like, okay, so this is, this is what, like 20, a 20 minute episode without commercials and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that they have credited 10 songs to it is a feat because like, you know, I've, so like I've done the Riverdale episodes and those are like 40 something minutes because it's an hour long show. And like they have nine songs throughout, like for their musical episodes. Um, so I was just, I was very impressed. And like, yes, they're like, you know, maybe a minute long, but hey, singing and dancing, man. That's all I need. Exactly. Well, actually, Jim Wise has won three Emmys for his songwriting. No big deal. For, for music. <laughs> uh, that uh, music he did for uh, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Yeah, I did I did see that he wrote yeah. for that a lot. Um he's great because he's one of those writer actors that like it from what my little experience of this is that he's really the slash. You know, it's like uh yeah. he's not more one than the other. He is both. Cause he, I mean, it would have been easy for him to be like, I'm going to sing all the songs. Right. Because he knows how to, for his voice and everything. But I th- I mean, even Master of the Gym, the song that he's part of, it's not his song. Right. No, it gets uh, hijacked. And I did uh, enjoy that part when like, they're like, no, we're the masters and the tables get turned. I did enjoy that. Is he? I mean, I saw that he was in a few, epi- like a, a ton of episodes too. Is he always this like cruel and mean, this character? I mean, yeah. I mean, he's the gym teacher. So it's like the cliche of the guy that's going to like throw dodgeballs at you and, you know, make you climb the rope and make you change out of it, you know, in, into a uniform that you're insecure about your body, and, you know, because you're a teenager. Um, but he's more, uh, he's very into, um, I'm saying this wrong into Donnie the older brother just because uh Donnie's so um athletic and Ah, he mm -hmm. the coach believed that Donnie's like his protege like he's the one that he coached and got out and became some someone big so he you know so kind and like loving to Donnie and then Shia LaBeouf rolls around and he's like get out of here (laughs) I know he's more cruel but you know it's not without reason either like Louis like you know pulls pranks and has all these ridiculous disney channel hijinks you know i did i i did chuckle a lot when he was like i got green nose and what was very fascinating i don't know if this is what they do in every every episode again but like shia labeouf ad-libbed that line when after the friend was like he's got green nose and shia labeouf said something i don't remember what he said but it but at the end of the episode you see other takes right (laughs) and it was like God damn you, Shia LaBeouf. How dare you? No, I really, I enjoyed that. How dare you be a, a good actor at, you know, a young age? Damn it. I, I, you know what? That was my thought too. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, wow. uh, if only you knew what's going to happen. <laughs> that was another thing too. Like we were talking, like my husband and I were talking about it and we were just like, oh, poor Shia. You know, you just see him 
just, I mean, what it looks like to us is having a great time and everything. And you're just wondering, like, as a child star, like, what kind of environment or abuse is, like, happening around him and, you know. Have you seen Honey Boy? No, but after, you know, watching, uh, you know, Eva Stevens, uh, I was like, I should probably watch it because I think, isn't it? Uh, it's it, 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 it's his story. It's his him. story. But he's playing his dad. Oh, that's oh, hard. It's such a <laughs> it's such a mind fuck. And you, and I mean, you as a as a fellow performer will uh, will look at his performance and just be like, that must have been so difficult. Right. And, and you know, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with it, but recommend, recommendation for you and to everyone else. Watch Honey Boy. Good, great movie. Yeah. Fantastic and movie. Too, like, you know, he, you know, at the time he wasn't a, a dancer or a singer, but then he went and did a, a, a dance video for Sia for Elastic Yes. Heart. So it's like, you know, the growth of a performer. And that's really fantastic to see. And then there's the song Shia LaBeouf, which is bonkers and hilarious, uh, <laughs> where I don't know, because what with the song Shia LaBeouf, it started off as just like animation. You know, these guys animated, they recorded and all that. And then there was another one that happened where it was like the live version of it. And mm. Shia LaBeouf makes an appearance at the end of it. You know that meme of him clapping? That's where right. it's from. And so I don't know if maybe he had like a producer hand or something in it, but you could tell like he was in on the joke and everything. And he's great. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I have no person. I, I mean, I have no qualms with him. I, I just don't think, I don't think I've seen all, all of his things to like have make judgment or something. Just or- do it. I'm Just going. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Do you have any other fun tidbits that you did while you uh, you learned while researching? Oh yeah. Um, like with uh with the songs. So Curly Girl in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, the cowboy on the horse talking about his curly girl, his uh his his horse. Um, that's actually. McNamara. Um, McNamara? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't worry. Don't worry. I have a trouble saying last things too. Come on. <laughs> the, the, uh, the director. So he, he was saying like how cool that was. Um, for the, the morning announcements, I love that you uh, said, yeah, I had like that, that Motown feel because that's exactly what Jim Wise was going for because he was like, you know, like uh, you know, George Anthony Bell, who plays the uh, the principal, he was like, you know, he's like, we got to give you something and like had this really cool Motown number. Literally on my on my little outline un- uh, underneath the song, I just wrote, this is amazing. It's like, amazing. <laughs> like it's a I think, though, I like the whole package, you know, like the yeah. the uh, watching it and listening to it. Um, I don't think I, like, I know I'm answering my own question at the end, but I don't think I would listen to it outside of the episode. Right. But it was still great. I mean, it, it, it sets, it, it sets the tone for the rest of the episode. Cause like Curly Girl, you don't really like, there, there isn't really an emphasis on that song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but because we we head off with morning announcements and it it does you know we're we're all like well what's going on with Ren and everything and um you know dancers come in and papers flying and you know uh people are busting out into song in an otherwise non-musical show and you're and it does a fantastic job because comedies and musicals i mean they're married together forever why wouldn't you make that choice why wouldn't you go yeah sounds good whatever give us an episode um i i will say though i'm kind of a little it's not it didn't really offend me that it's a flat but i'm going to say i'm just a little disappointed that like the last three songs uh we went to the moon and ren got an f and then there'll be no no award it's the same song i just wish that maybe there was a little more variation besides the lyrics i do too but to then also give it benefit of the doubt um curly girl is the same tune too yeah, da, da, I didn't da, pick up on that. <laughs> 1989 or something. <laughs> da, 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 da. And he does the years. Um, so I was telling my husband, I was like, you know, this kind of reminds me, like I had an experience, like as a kid, I was like, I was all up, up, like up on Sunny D. I had this massive cold and had like, you know, no night cold. And I watched uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure right before I went to bed. Oh, no. And so my dream kept repeating and repeating, and repeating, and repeating, like a time loop, so I was like, well, to give the benefit of a doubt, maybe, like, this is the song that she went to bed listening to, to, to give oh. an explanation of the ending, because, yeah, it's like, how, how come you have all these songs, and then the last three are the same, the same. and I'm like, mm, influenza, she has a clue, I don't know, <laughs> I also love that it's just called Influenza. It's not called Flu the Musical because no one really says I have influenza. You say I have the flu. Right. I got a cold. <laughs> right. Um, what was it? So I always find a way. I always find a way. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Coda is the um, is the show's composer and he's the one who did the beginning for the theme song and like the, the music of the TV show. And he said that he wanted Lewis's song to feel like the, uh, the theme song. So it, it married. Both of them. Oh, I did. You know, I didn't, I, all this stuff I didn't pick up on cause I only watched it once. Hey, yo, <laughs> but um, it did feel kind of like, uh, like jazzy swingy, you know? Yeah sort of like big bandy but like like uh you know how remember how like in the early 2000s there was a revival of like swing music and everything it felt like that oh yeah 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 which i really appreciated and like shia labeouf again not the strongest singer in the world but like it was great (laughs) yeah you know and and, it fits his character so it was a good character choice yeah 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 and i mean obviously christy carlson romano is was fantastic as a singer but like i thought the parents had a good had good voices i'm so glad you said that so i caught something that i never did as a kid 
and I started laughing and my husband's like why are you laughing so um when the parents have like a line in what is it six period something like that oh yeah 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 and that again that's number and uh she they're you know they discover that she's out of bed and then the mom goes we need a hustle and then there's a disco ball that like comes down and they start dancing and I start laughing because my husband and my husband's like, wait. And I'm like, no, they're doing the hustle. Do, 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 do the hustle. Like they're hustling. And see, I just read that as like, we're a Disney show. You know, I, mean, I if, if they actually did the hustle versus the, you know, the choreography did it, you know, it was like a spin turn, like Latin dance ballroom thing. You know, it, they were halfway there. Funky. They were, yeah. They were almost there. But, oh, oh my God, that's actually really smart. This episode is great. Again, yeah. I don't, coming up with the flat, I, I mean, I wrote a flat that's so stupid that I was just like, I mean, I got to write something just for something's sake. Right. But uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flat? No, just uh, Jim Wise, um admitted that for we went to the moon in mm-hmm. <laughs> 1969 uh he was like i totally ripped off of penny lane from the beatles it's you know really did you know what that you know? isn't is isn't like um uh not plagiarism <laughs> what, I know. what is it, is, like, is it imitation yeah i was gonna say imitation is the best is the best form of flattery or something like that yeah so Hey, and I mean, I feel like in Hamilton during uh, in I I loved in uh, oh King George's song, you will be back. You know, you have that like nineteen sixties power flower, um, mm-hmm. type music in there too. And I'm like, oh, that's smart because like you know the Beatles in England and he's English. You know, the English King. I was like, oh, I okay, I love that. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So like, yeah, the nineteen sixties feel with the song about the nineteen sixties love that um so i was looking it up and christy carlson romano she has a youtube channel and for the 50th anniversary of the moon landing uh her best gal pal comes in on her youtube show she was like hey um do you remember that song we sang and so she starts singing it and of course it's like pre-recorded vocals um and who's in the corner (laughs) of her kitchen but principal wexler (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's there and she turns the corner and all of a sudden her living room is a classroom and he's there with the, you know with the ribbon and they're doing the whole song and dance of we went to the moon 1969 that's amazing <laughs> it was i love that the principal was there and i was like you know i was like was this was this covid times and it was pre-covid i'm like all right cool cool you know how do you have everyone in the same room <laughs> on a youtube show oh that because that would That'd be 2019. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, so I'm gonna watch rewatch your video and then I'm gonna watch that next after. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't 1970, but the year before, but a year sooner. So yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, you know what? I I just came up with this question. So last question. Uh, would you say that like this episode may have also informed how your life went, like you uh, of like your love of musicals and everything? It wasn't as impactful as other made-for-TV musicals <laughs> that impacted me. The next um, year, right? Because it was 2003 that the, that Music Man came out. Right. It would have been like the next month, 
Oh, no, no, sorry, this is 2002. To January 2002, so like yeah, a year later. Yeah. Um, so maybe I, it, it can be credited? <laughs> it can be. I think it's the the fact that you have, like, like what um, Ty Hodges, who played Larry, what he said was like, we were just having fun. And like, we, we weren't taking ourselves seriously. And like, that's what I do with, with my art and myself. Like I take my training seriously. I, I uh, take very seriously, like learning my craft, but at the end of the day, like I don't take myself seriously. And so that's what I want to put in my art is like, what I did was very difficult. It was very time consuming, but I am enjoying every aspect of it because I want you to enjoy this. You know, I want you to share in that joy with me. And that's that's why I create art. So like, that's what I like about the Even Stevens musical is like, no, it's not taking itself seriously, but they are seriously doing very hard work with all that. They were saying like, this only took like two weeks. It was like one week of like rehearsals and blocking and then one week of filming and that was it. Which is probably the longest that they've spent like for an episode. Right. But, and yeah, they had all these professional dancers come in. So it's, it's not anything that they're used to doing. Uh, it's, it's just something different. So I really enjoy that, even though that's a lot of really hard work, you know, cause we're both in theater um, and making content, you know, but we're having a good time. And that's yeah. why people really um, cling on to that and, and enjoy themselves too. That's what I love. Uh, and it's on Disney Plus. Everyone has Disney Plus because Disney owns us. So watch it if you haven't. Uh, yeah. But let's get into Sharp and Flat, shall we? Sharp Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. And if we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it can change, it's flat. You know what? I want to start with flats just because I want to get it over with. Let's uh, do it. And have you kind of like laugh at me but um my flat is that there's not enough ren singing oh okay cool i feel like she needs like the finale number or something or you know just one more just one more right and i mean she didn't really have an i want song they didn't really need an i want song for this episode because the it's not like a musical or a movie that's telling its own story like the, mm-hmm. we we know these ki- at well, the show assumes you know these characters at this point, and like you kind of get that. Well, she does have she has an I want moment, but it's not a song where it's like right. I want to go to school so I can get that perfect attendance award, right? Which, which by the way, kids, if you're watching this or or you know adults where you have to like think back to your childhood, like. Take a sick day. Oh my goodness. I was thinking the same thing too. I was like, girl, you need some boundaries. You need some work, you know, because I'm like, you're going to grow up if you're a 15 year old in eighth grade, but also look 25, <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, you're going to grow up a very anxious adult that like has serious boundary issues. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. take, take the day. It was, it was Nuh-uh. just I was just like this is you need to listen to your mom like I, I know I know it's like oh mom brr, 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 or can be like that easily but like just listen to your mom also you're a songbird and I need more songs featuring your voice 
Right, because you are, you know, like a Broadway baby, like, give us. Who was the other one that you said that was also a Broadway baby? I think Ruby. Which one was Ruby? Her her friend. In What's the Matter with Women? Yeah. Yep. She she can carry a tune, too, yeah. Yeah, the guy who played Nelson that also sang What's the Matter with Ren. Oh, I did like that choreography. When it went like, what's the matter with, what's the matter with Ren? Oh. And like all the girls followed the girl choreography and then all the, you know, the, the guys followed the guy choreography. I thought that was neat, like on the table. And it wasn't them yeah. doing the same thing at the same time. It was, you know, a, a sort of uh, round or canon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, visually that was stunning. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Nice things. We're here to talk about flats, what we didn't like. Our flat. Do you have one? Do you have any? I think it's just that I feel so bad because he's an Emmy winner and he's probably such a nice guy, but like I don't like any of the songs. Really? Like I love love the episode and I love like what the songs do for the story and what it's trying to do but just like like you said individually like nothing none of these songs are going to be in my car I'm not going to be listening to them like they only exist in this episode but even then I'm like they're okay you know I I feel like they may have been rushed a little oh yeah they were saying that uh they they did all this work during a hiatus and, you know, they were trying something new and they were trying something that the executives were like, I don't know, we don't really, you know, so yeah, they were, you know, they were working really hard. And like you said, he made 10 songs. Yeah. For, yeah. And like, I know uh, they do repeat melody lines, but like, I mean, you have to think of a different rhyme scheme. <laughs> That's work. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you have any other flats? I think just it's it's 22 minutes and there's not because you have to go through like so much material in that time. I just I don't have much time to have like a super flat. Um, right. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, the songs, you know, but, they're not but, they're not for me. They're not for <laughs> you. But like, like that one is stuck in your head forever and always. Yeah. Yeah, educational wise, I will always remember when we went to the moon. And I think we went to, we uh, ended up going to LA and went to the Griffin Observatory. And I was I told my husband, I'm like, did you know we went to the moon in 1969? <laughs> yeah, your husband must be like, no more even Stevens for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, then he was like singing it with me. He's like, well, not 1968, but a year later. <laughs> And I'm like, that's why I married you right there. You you found your lobster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, what are your sharps for this episode? Uh, let's see. Oh man, I gotta. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to go first? Please. I want to know yours. Uh, okay, so my sharp is basically Coach Tugnut this whole episode because I loved, I laughed my ass off. When he was holding up the the phantom mask, but it was a soccer ball. <laughs> God, that was perfection. And then also, it's so stupid. Uh, when he's running on the treadmill that's not on, I was <laughs> dying. Dying. He was, I, 
I mean, this the the show, the episode itself, like I said, it's great. It's it's wholesome. It's nice. It's uplifting. But like, he was the star, the breakout of it in my in my eyes. I mean, of course. I mean, you know, it's his songs. It's his. Mm-hmm. You know, it's him. So yeah, and, he should sign. And also, like, I do want to give like a great shout out to. Uh, George Anthony Bell, who played the principal, his singing voice was fantastic. I didn't, I didn't do a lot of research today. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm really bad. So I don't know if he's also a Broadway person or like a singer, a singer. Is he? I didn't check, but I did just check that he was in the 50th anniversary video of the moon landing. Yes. Let me, hold on. But he's great. Like, yeah, I love I loved his dancing through the hallway. I, I there was tons of dancing through the hallway. <laughs> well, I mean, it, look, it it looks like they only have like three sets set pieces. So, no. Um. So, so I am while you're looking that up. I am wearing my the loudest shirt that I own because of how loud everyone's clothing was in like the two thousands. I mean, I did like the trip, the mem- the trip down memory lane where it was like, yeah, this, I remember all of this. And, and all the, the layers of clothing that, I mean, like I'm from New Orleans and now it's like stupid hot. So I'm like, I can't wear that, you know? He was, oh, shit. <laughs> he was in, uh, he was in an, another episode I've done. He was in the the Magical World of Disney episode of Polly. I did that like many, many, like a year ago at this point. Is that he like plays, Pollyanna? It was but Pollyanna, yeah. Um, but with Keisha Knight Pullman from Cosby Show as Polly and Felissa Rashad as the mom. Aunt? Aunt. That's it. Okay. It was it was a it was it was cute again, um, and he played Mr. Tarbell, um, and as well he reprised his role in the sequel Polly Coming Home, but I'm not really seeing where's his Wikipedia page? Does he not have one? And like uh, I mean, there the internet is also like he was in Gilbert Girls. You like Gilbert Girls, John? Oh, I found his resume. <laughs> nice let's see theater yep yep oh yep he was in cats mm. oh was he in cats i it doesn't say uh mm. but okay so he was in aunt misbehaving cats the whiz porgy and pet porgy and bess um and i believe that's it in terms of musicals that's all that's listed um on cats in the u.s tour he was deuteronomy there you go there you go i mean i knew he was a singer i knew it because he had perfection i just didn't know exactly um okay did you actually say sharps (laughs) (laughs) no i i feel like i jumped the gun uh you know, I, the sharps that I liked was um, I like when Ren got an F that they had uh, they made they had Fs and then they made an F shape the with cor- it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like the choreography, like it felt 
it felt achievable and obtainable, you know, like within the time, you know, it felt like, I don't want to say easy. Cause I mean, all that work's not easy. It didn't feel overly choreographed. Right. No. And I mean, if, you have professional that, dancers. Is that what you're saying? Cause like, you know, easily right. it could be like a one and two and three and four and five and six and seven and eight kind of a thing. But like right. it, it seemed, it seemed like Greece and high school musical. I and think like, it was high school musical. Yeah, just like these are the box squares, you know, here's uh, step out, here's, you know. I'll do you one better. It felt like a Kenny Ortega production. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Thank Nailed you. It. Nailed That's it. a word. Uh, no, and I, I loved the parents doing the hustle. I didn't catch that before. I Because I thought she said something else. And then when the disco ball came down, I, you know, I put two and two together and I was, I thought that was great. Um, I, yeah. Uh, the, the choreographer, her name is Kim Black or their name. Blank. I don't, I don't know. It's Kim, Kim Blank. Yes. Sorry. Um, they were the assistant choreographer on the Vita movie. Uh, they co-choreographed for the movie Ray. And they, I mean, they've done a lot of things, it looks like, so. And she also did the That's So Raven. She choreographed for That's So Raven, Raven as well, which is interesting because, you know, after <laughs> even Stevens, what came next was that That's So Raven episode. Oh my God. That's Has amazing. anyone done that here for you? No. Okay. Well, that will not be me, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll put, I'll, I'll pencil you in for that one. I won't put it in ink yet. Okay. I was much more an Even Stevens fan than I was like Liz McGuire, That's So Raven, like Even Stevens was mine. Was your jam? It was um, my jam. I mean, we already answered this, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna ask it because I do it every episode. Would we add any of the songs to our life's playlist? I mean, but I already did. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. when you say life's playlist, what does so that like, mean? Again, no, no visual. You're you're in the car. Um, you're you're walking on a work treadmill this time. <laughs> <laughs> like uh you know you, you it's on your iphone it's on your phone or something you know would 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 you download any of these songs i feel like maybe morning announcements but like not really in a way yeah 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 no i mean i've already internalized we went to the moon like yeah. that, is just, that is with me so <laughs> i feel like if there was one It'd be that one. I would I would need to take another listen at like six period just because that's like the lame Miz one that has all like the different characters coming in and different um textures coming in. You know Master of the Gym, I felt like they they missed a great opportunity to do Master of the House. Yeah. Like I was like, are you doing like a masquerade slash master of the house? Like what with each oh. song, I was trying to dissect what what are you trying to do with this? Oh, you know, like that, maybe that's it. That makes sense. Yeah, because it's like we went to the moon. It's definitely like a Beatles song, or uh, you know, what's the matter with Ren is but summer love it. Uh, Grace, yeah, 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 and then you know, this is definitely this. This is this. So right. yeah, Master of the Gym was like. Uh, yeah when he had like the phantom mask with the soccer that was clever why not everyone loves a good prop so um we love a good prop (laughs) um okay i'm calling it 
We're done with the episode. Brittany, what do you have to plug or promote? I am creating internet content right now. I am creating content for my one woman music project called The Music Woman, where I sing all the songs from The Music Man. Um, And I am continuing to put up one woman uh, video covers up on my YouTube channel and Instagram. Um, I just did a tap dance where I was in a Darth Vader mask and tap dance the cantina and that's been very exciting to put out there (laughs) i i saw that on your instagram it was amazing and again again you know something where you're like i take the process seriously but then when i perform i don't take it seriously you're a darth vader mask and a tutu if i remember correctly i mean it was a tennis skirt but yeah a tennis skirt yeah (laughs) and let let me tell you like i now that I'm, i'm into after effects um I was like, well, I wonder, because I'm always like, what's more? What more can I do? You know? And one. then I was, like, I was like, can I put myself in scenes from movies? And I figured out how to do it. <laughs> and I was like. Done. You, we are done. <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I'm, I'm creating uh, content out there. I'm a bit more. Uh, Where can the good schedule. people find you? Oh, they can find me on my Instagram at Brittany Liberta. Uh, YouTube, Brittany Liberta, and Facebook at It's Really Brittany. Okay. I'll put all that will be in the show notes, everyone. So, or, you know, right in the main title, you could see how to spell Brittany's name. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's how it sounds. <laughs> uh, and if you have more love to show for this episode of even stevens or you know want to yell at me for not watching this you're rather really welcome to uh you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com i'm also on facebook instagram and twitter at buttersongpod uh tell me what hmm, what's his name tell me if you're a big jim wise fan i don't know <laughs> I, there's nothing really like negative to say about this besides like what the little bullshitty things that we said you know where um the because like the we went to the moon in 1969 that's an earworm that melody line because they say it so many times but like i mean this the music isn't bad i think the lyrics are a little like meh but like whatever um I think it's bold to do something that people are, you know, what Walt Disney said, it's fun to do the impossible. And here, that's what the the cast and crew went and did because, you know, they weren't totally supported by the executives. And they're like, but we want to do this anyway. And they tried to figure out a way. And, you know, first attempt, that's amazing. If they had more than 65 episodes, what more could we have gotten? Or if they were, they were able to do it earlier in this in the season or series exactly um and if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation we're going to be staying in disneyland huh uh uh, and we're going to be talking about geppetto the tv movie for the from i think it's another wonderful world of disney i love geppetto (laughs) toys I wasn't really parented as a kid, as you can tell. I watched movies and TV. (laughs) You were just glued to Disney, it sounds like. Exactly, yes. They they owned your soul before they owned everyone else's soul. Oh! They did, did. yeah. (laughs) 
Well, Brittany, thank you so much for coming back onto the pod and we'll have you come back for sure for other ones. Open invitation to also your husband if he wants to talk about something since you mentioned him, mentioned him like breaking out into song with you. I have a feeling he likes musicals. He does. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So if, if the both of you want to come back for an episode, let's do it. Man, that would be fun. I would have to look at your catalog of like what hasn't been done yet. We'll talk a little bit more off camera, but <laughs> bye for now, everyone. <laughs> Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.